Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. Oh, what a week I've been having. So, I may or may not have had a slight catastrophe in the hair department, put some hair dye on. I was trying to go back to being red. It didn't work. It went pink. I thought originally I was going to do it for V-Day, be red. That didn't work. And it came out pink. So I thought, nope, I'm not going to learn from my lesson. I'm going to do it again. So yes, I got another packet, put it on, kept it on for about, oh, I don't know, four times as long as you're supposed to have it on. Had had a look when it was all done and the same problem. It wasn't red, it was pink and it was just pink on the top. And Oh, it was terrible. So someone said to me, don't worry, there's this professional colourist online. They sell all the right gizmos that you need. All you have to do is record a very brief um, video of yourself showing them what's going wrong, explaining what's happened. And then you'll get an email back from them with a video and they'll tell you how to put it right, what products to order, and everything will be tickety-boo. Brilliant, I thought. So, recorded this video, which I thought was very informative, showing them the issues with my hair and asking the particular questions, you know, how to get it read, which products to order. And then I had the ping when the email arrived, and I started playing the video back, and my daughter said to me, Mummy, is that man trying not to laugh? And I said, yes, that is correct. He's trying not to laugh at my hair. And his basic advice was don't go near any colour at all until there is a professional salon open that you can go to. So that was nice. He, I wasn't permitted to buy any products from their website. He was just trying not to laugh. So there we go. That's where we are. But never mind about my silly hair. I have got some brilliant books to talk to you about. Some surprises. I don't know what I thought going into some of these books. But I was, oh, really got some good ones today. Um, and before I go on, I must tell you about my lovely Facebook group. So if you are a user of Facebook, go on, type in Quick Book Reviews Podcast and you'll see me there. 
and we're just we're just having a chat about books. It'd be great if you wanted to join in. We were talking about what books we were currently reading. Rachel was reading The Mothers by Sarah J. Norton. Now that's one actually I reviewed in the last podcast. Um, and she's partway through it, so I'll be really keen to find out what she thinks of, of the ending of all of that. Um, Laura's just finished The Chain by Adrian McGinty. Gosh, that that's a classic. If you haven't read The Chain, then why not? Um, it's a premise of you suddenly get a phone call um, from somebody who says that they have taken your child and you have to release a sum of money and you have to then kidnap somebody else. So it's basically a chain of constant kidnappings um, and it does have twists and turns and it's something that you can almost imagine. I don't know, certainly when I was young, you used to get these um chain letters come through you know you must send this off to another 10 people you must do this or something awful is going to happen and it's just it builds on that in a much more serious way i enjoyed that and um hopefully laura enjoyed it too now sandra has gone back to stephen king she's reading pet cemetery and i have to admit that i have not read any Stephen King books because in my mind they're just too scary but um, I am going to change all of that uh, on the advice of Mike Craven he said I should start with Mr Mercedes that it's a absolutely superb crime book and so I've ordered it I'm waiting for it to arrive and I will tell you what I think who knows it's a journey of discovery but honestly come join the fun on the Facebook group it would be great to see you there now, the first book I'm going to talk to you about, I'm actually going to ruffle my papers, a bit like a newsreader. There we go. So the first book I want to talk to you about is called The Retreat by Mark Edwards. I have not read any of Mark's other books, which is shameful because he is a very accomplished writer. Um, he's published a lot of books that are, have done really, really well, been well reviewed. And this one just came up as an audiobook on special offer. And I've got to be honest, I'd seen on social media Mark make some quite funny posts. And I thought, well, I like what he says. Uh, let's see what his books are like. So that that was my selection basis, not the greatest, but it just shows that it can work um, because this was super. So it's called The Retreat. And as I say, I got it on Audible on special offer. Um, and I think I actually got it a couple of months ago, but it was only very recently. I thought, no, I'm going to listen to this. So it's about a missing child. Uh, let me read you the blurb and then we'll talk some more about it. So a missing child, a desperate mother, and a house full of secrets. Two years ago, Julia lost her family in a tragic accident. Her husband drowned trying to save their daughter, Lily, in the river near their rural home. But the little girl's body was never found and Julia believes Lily is somehow still alive. Alone and broke, Julia opens her house as a writer's retreat. One of the first guests is Lucas, a horror novelist who becomes obsessed with finding out what happened to Lily. But within days of his arrival, the peace of the retreat is shattered by a series of eerie events. When Lucas's investigation leads him and Julia into the woods, they discover a dark secret, a secret that someone will do anything to protect. What really happened that day by the river? Why was Lily never found? And who or what is haunting the retreat? Um, so I would say this is a sort of a sort of thrillerish. I uh, some people might call it horror, and as I say, I don't do horror, and I didn't think it was that. But there are there are times when you think, oh, is this going to veer into a horror book? And it doesn't. 
Um, it's a mystery. It's a thriller. It's a tense story. Um, and you would like it if you like something where you just don't know how it's all going to work out. You're comfortable in the knowledge that you are going to get a resolution. But as you go through in the book, you don't know. You meet these characters and you're thinking, oh, I bet it's them. I bet it's them. Or I bet this has happened. Um, and I love the fact that it was based in a writer's retreat as well. Anything like that I find really interesting. I thought the characters were great. The plot was good. And I would certainly be looking to acquire more of Mark Edwards books because this this man can jolly well write. Um, and also, if you want to hear more about Mark Edwards story, then there's a brilliant podcast. It's called The Honest Authors Podcast. Um, and in the latest episode, I think series four, episode eight, they feature Mark Edwards and his story of how he got to be a best-selling author. And it's an incredible story. That man has persevered and kept going and clearly has a love of writing that, that has seen him through. And it did make me think about me writing my one book, not getting very far, shall we say, and uh, stopping writing altogether. It just shows I'm not committed to the writing of the book, but I am committed to the reading of it. So that's something. But yeah, Mark Edwards, The Retreat, really good. Um, I think it's a, it, it's an excellent book. It It is tense. There is a child going missing. And there are times when you... I did think, oh, is this going to get into horror, as I said. So you you are led to feel a little uncomfortable as part of that journey. But he's a good writer so that he keeps you safe on that journey, if it makes sense. It didn't give me any sleepless nights, that's, that's for sure. Um, so I would thoroughly recommend it. And uh, I, as I say, I look forward to reading more of Mark Edwards' books. So there you go. Now, I was going to do a soundtrack for every book, but... Oh, what the last review I said I heard the Jaws soundtrack and in this way I felt I felt it but sort of um, a more provincial Jaws theme tune this shows I don't know enough songs so I may have to ditch the soundtrack approach um, but if a book particularly strikes me as having a soundtrack then I will definitely say but it's got it features an author's retreat it's a different sort of story and there's this great build-up at the end my goodness I didn't want to stop listening um, you can get it in audiobook hardback paperback it's if you get the book to read, it's 356 pages, so it's not too long. Um, it's published by Thomas and Mercer, and it was published in 2018. So it's been out a while, so you should be able to get a decent price for it. Now, the next one is called Taken, or Hashtag Taken, to be fair. And it's written by Tony Parsons. Um, now, this is part of a series and it's actually the last book, I believe, in the series of this detective story. Now, you may have read different books by Tony Parsons. He wrote Man and Boy, Man and Wife. But then he established this completely new series. And I believe he had he got a different publisher as well um, because it was just such a change from his usual writing. And there are five books in this series that feature Max Wolfe. Um, he's a, a British policeman, he's got uh, a young daughter and he's got a dog and it's about him struggling in life as a parent, as a, as a policeman um, and just as an individual in life. It's sharp, 
um, funny in places, violent in places, and it's just you're in capable hands uh, with Tony Parsons. He writes so well. It's a it's a great story, and this one um, is about somebody who has been taken. Hence the name hashtag taken. I know who'd have thought. Uh, so let's go through the blurb, and then I'll tell you a bit more of of what I thought. So hashtag taken in the night. They thought they were kidnapping the mistress of one of London's most powerful gangsters, but they've taken the wrong woman and crossed the wrong detective. Hashtag taken underground. Detective Maxwell's hunt for the missing woman takes him from New Scotland Yard's legendary Black Museum to the glittering mansions of career criminals, from sleazy strip joints to secret sex dungeons and to unspeakably dark deeds committed decades ago. Hashtag taken to the limit. It's a world of family secrets, sexual jealousy and a lust for revenge, which might also become Wolf's grave. Uh, I got this one on audiobook as well, but you can get it on ebook, paperback, hardback. Uh, it's uh, 414 pages, so it's a bit longer, um, but it's not one that I think you would take you a long time to read. It's got that pace built into it from the start and it's published by Cornerstone. Um, so why would you like this? You would like this if you like a quirky police character. Um, if you like a series, but actually I do think that these ones you can read very much on their own. Yes, there is a continuing story as you would expect, but it really doesn't detract from the pace and tempo of this book. So it's very much this girl's been kidnapped. Where is she? What's happened to her? That's the premise of the book. And the race is on, as you can imagine. There isn't a lot of, a lot of time to find her and there's a lot of pressure on Max to, to get her and to get the people with the right information. So when you meet characters, you think, gosh, do they know where she is? How are they going to find out? There's the red herrings. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great sort of uh, finale to the to the series, um, but it isn't one where you have to think, oh, I can't read that. I've got to go back to the beginning. I'm surprised it's not been put into a TV series. Um, but you never know that that may come. So I did really enjoy it. And uh, why did I get the book? Well, I got it because it's the last one in the series and I've, I've read or listened to the others. So I wanted to find out what happened. And it's always a bit difficult when you know it's the last one because you think, oh gosh, what are they going to do with the characters that I like? And I'm not saying anything about that because that would get me into trouble, but you have to read or listen to it. So I did really enjoy it. Um, now, a madness track keeps playing in my mind with this one. Um, our house, which is quite strange, but this policeman, Max Wolf is very protective of his home with his daughter. So maybe that's where it's coming from. But if you like uh, crime books, thriller books, something with pace, tempo, um, something where there's a lot of action and some good twists and turns at the end that I think it's one that you would really enjoy and I'd be so interested to know what Tony Parsons is going to do next. Tony if you're listening what are you going to do next because it's bound to be a cracker whatever it is. So that was Hashtag Taken by Tony Parsons. Now we're coming on to a non-fiction book. I can't believe this I so rarely do non-fiction books but this one has really made me think. So I was watching an interview that William Shaw was doing with uh, Claire McGowan 
And she was talking about the number of books that she's written and the sort of high volume of writing that she has to do. And um, she was uh, talking as well as William was about how they were getting on writing in this current environment, whether it was affecting their creativity. And Claire mentioned a book that she was working her way through and it was called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Um, Rules for Focus Success in a Distracted World. Now, I have actually read another book of Cal Newport that I didn't like so much. He's very anti-social media, spending too much time online, which is fine. I completely get that. But I just, I, I, I didn't gel with that book, whereas this one really worked for me. And if I'd realised it was written by this same chap, I probably wouldn't have ordered it. But I just thought, no, it sounds interesting. And it is, in some ways, it is obvious what he says. Um, and I don't want to give you the whole essence of the book because that might stop you from purchasing it and it's and it's worth getting. But it's one I'm definitely going to hold on to. And it helped me really think about the impact of time that I spend on social media can educate my brain to be um, very fast and not be able to really think and reflect on something, not to be able to think deeply. And it's true when it comes to reading, there are times when I've been looking at lots of different sites and doing research or talking to people online, lots of things. And then I come to read and I just find I'm not able to sink into the story, to immerse myself in the story. And what this book has taught me is that that in a way, that's my fault. That's not the author's. That's my fault. And I need to be aware of having structured time for deeper thinking, deeper reading, deeper work. So it, it did really help me. Anyway, I've said most of the blurb, but let me read the blurb out. So one of the most valuable skills in our economy is becoming increasingly rare. If you master this skill, you'll achieve extraordinary results. Deep work is an indispensable guide to anyone seeking focused success in a distracted world. Deep work is the ability to focus without distraction on a demanding task. Coined by author and professor Cal Newport on his popular blog Study Hacks, deep work will make you better at what you do. Let you achieve more in less time and provide the sense of true fulfilment that comes from the mastery of a skill. In short, deep work is like a superpower in our increasingly competitive economy. And yet most people, whether knowledge workers in noisy open plan offices or creatives struggling to sharpen their vision, have lost the ability to go deep, spending their days instead in a frantic blur of email and social media, not even realising there's a better way. Put simply, developing and cultivating a deep work practice is one of the best decisions you can make in an increasingly distracted world, and this book will point the way. It's just over 300 pages, 304 pages. You can get it as an ebook, paperback, hardback, audiobook. I got it as a paperback. Um, it was published in 2016. So this is a, a non-fiction. Did I like it? Yes, I did. Um, I found some of the chapters... Uh, just put me off because it was sort of criticising everything to do with social media and suggesting that I carve out hours, days, weeks of my life to sit there and have these deep thoughts, which life just doesn't give you. But it did make me realise where I'm going wrong sometimes with my reading, with my work. And if I find that I'm not able to concentrate as much, then 
And I guess it's really obvious, but then it helped me come up with ways to cope with it. So I, I did enjoy it. It's one I'm going to keep to refer to in the future. And I think if you're just looking for something a bit different, something thought provoking, and if you're struggling to be able to really focus at the moment, then then that could be the one for you. There's no soundtrack to this because it's a non-fiction, but it, who'd like it? Anybody who is interested in um, being able to focus more. And frankly, right now, I think that's probably all of us, but never mind. Now we've got two books left uh, for me to talk to you about this week, and they are both written by the same author, but they are so different, you wouldn't believe it. So the author is Ellie Griffiths. I've talked about her before. Um, I love the books that she writes, particularly the Dr. Ruth Galloway series. Uh, they're just super. And this is number seven in that series. It's called The Ghost Fields. Um, I'll read you the blurb first of all before we go on anymore. So when DCI Harry Nelson calls Ruth Galloway in to investigate a body found inside a buried fighter plane, she quickly realises that the skeleton couldn't possibly be the pilot. DNA tests identify the man as Fred Blackstock, a local aristocrat who had been reported dead at sea. Events are further complicated by a TV company that wants to make a film about Norfolk's deserted Air Force bases, the so-called ghost fields, which have been partially converted into a pig farm run by one of the younger remaining Blackstocks. Then human bones are found on the farm and, as the greatest storm Norfolk has seen for decades, bruise in the distance, another Blackstock is attacked. Can the team outrace the rising flood to find the killer? So this is, as you can imagine, it's a crime book and it's um, it's there are some sort of gory, nasty parts to it, but it's not as dark as some other crime books, I would suggest. And because you've got these very rich characters in there that you do start caring about and wanting to find out more, um, it helps you through. I haven't found one person who has read the series on my advice and not really liked it. In fact, I don't even have all the books yet in the series and other people that I've suggested it to have gone out and bought the whole lot. So that just shows they're good whodunits, they're good characters. And I do find at times when you're feeling maybe a bit overwhelmed with what's going on, sitting down with a book that's part of a series is quite comforting because you don't need to put in the initial time connecting with the principal characters. You can just get started. You know what your expectations are and you know you're in for a good story. I think The Ghost Fields is probably my favourite so far um, because it had a good mystery, it had good tension and there were a couple of what moments with even some of the existing characters. And that's great. Um, it's 400 pages in length, published by Quercus. You can get it on audiobook, ebook, paperback and hardback. So there's the range there um, to suit what you like. I definitely would give it a high mark because I really was engrossed by it. And I can't wait to get book eight and, and read that. Um, you'd like it if you like a, a crime, a mystery. If you don't normally like series, I wonder if you would still enjoy this because it is a bit different and you do you are rewarded for your commitment to the characters. Um, if you haven't read any, then there are two ways you could go about it. You could just read 
the first book that you come across in the series, whatever number that is, see if you like the style. Um, or you could start at the very beginning. And I, I would have to say with this one, I think it would benefit you to start at the beginning because otherwise you're just missing a treat. And when the, there are these ta-da moments with some of the existing characters, you wouldn't be completely blown away by them because you don't know the backstory. You haven't sort of gone through their lives so far with them. But they're really good, um, fairly pacey reads and uh, just uh, extraordinarily well, well written. Um, so that's The Ghost Fields by Ellie Griffiths. Now, the final book is also written by Ellie Griffiths, but it's a kid's book. And it's called, this one is called A Girl Called Justice. And because the second book was coming out, so it's another series. It's obviously series day. In fact, it is. Yes, I have featured quite a few series today. If you're not a fan of the series, I apologise. There won't be a series in the next episode, so you're OK. Um but Ellie Griffiths has just published the second book in this series that concerns this girl, Justice. And as a build up to that, she put on Facebook um, a video each day of her reading a chapter of the first book. And I started reading, listening to her read the first chapter and it just went on and I thought this is lovely. In fact, um, at the end of it, I have bought this first book for both my kids because I want them to read it and see what they think. By the way, if there is some loud noise in the background, I can only apologise because some of my family are currently playing a board game and it's fair to say I think my son is losing because he seems to be screaming quite a lot. I've already gone down twice and asked if they could play a little bit quieter, but clearly he doesn't come with a volume control. So there is no murdering of children going on if you can hear any screaming. It is one of them losing at a board game. Yes, that's where we are. Happy days. Um, so let me read you the premise of, of this book and then tell you a bit more about what I thought. Missing maids, suspicious teachers and a snowstorm to die for. When Justice's mother dies, her father packs her off to Highbury House boarding school for the daughters of gentlefolk. He's a barrister specialising in murder trials and he's just too busy to look after her alone. Having previously been homeschooled, the transition is a shock. Can it really be the case that blondes rule the corridors? Are all uniforms such a charming shade of brown? And do schools normally hide dangerous secrets about the murder of a chambermaid? Justice takes it upon herself to uncover the truth, mainly about the murder, but perhaps she can figure out her new nemesis, the angelic rose, at the same time. But when a storm cuts the school off from the real world, the body count starts to rise, and Justice realises she'll need help from her new friends if she's going to find the killer before it's too late. So this was published in 2019, 320 pages. It's published by Quirkus as well um, and it's available in all, all the usual formats um, that, that you would expect. It's pinned at an age range of 9 to 12 years, so mid-grade as we would call it. But while I wouldn't suggest it for children younger than that, I would say it's suitable for anybody that, that likes a good story. Now, I used to love the Enid Blyton books, the Famous Five, the Secret Seven, and I remembered them so fondly that when my kids were at the right age to read those to them, I got the whole series of those books, ordered them in bulk, massive series, start with the first one, isn't this exciting? Started reading it to them and just thought, gosh, actually, 
books have changed so much that the style, while they're great stories and I love them, that my kids were just not getting into them at all. They are they're quite hard work, I think. Um, and this book, Justice, has all the good bits of Anina Blyton, but written in a more contemporary way, yet set back in the sort of 1930s, I'd imagine, something like that. So you haven't got the complications of um, the internet and, and all that that might, have, might affect the story. It's a great story. It's got the twists and turns that I would expect of Ellie Griffiths. Every word is relevant and has a purpose in the story. Um, it's the sort that you wouldn't want to end a chapter and just think, well, that's it. I'll I'll read it another day. You want to keep going. You want to keep reading the next chapter. Oh, it's, you know how you would say, oh, just one more chapter. It's that sort of book. I like the fact that Justice is a sort of, well, not quirky, but she's a an independent girl, strong thinker. Um, she's got a real story to her. It's just a lovely book. And to know that there's a second one, um, I can't wait. I'm going to let my children read the first one themselves. And then I think we'll read the second one together because it, it's just, it's a great story. I'm sure I would have loved to have that one as a child. And frankly, I love to have it now. So A Girl Called Justice by Ellie Griffiths. I don't think I've ever featured two books by the same author in in the same podcast episode so which would be my book of the week oh well let's just go through them again let me get gather my papers together again so we started off with uh, mark edwards who wrote the retreat oh that was really good then we had hashtag taken by tony parsons you see that was good as well ellie griffiths the goat's fields which was brilliant and then we had a girl called justice by again Ellie Griffiths and of course we had the non-fiction Deep Work by Cal Newport. Uh, it's a difficult one because so many of these books have been really good. I thought The Ghost Fields was super. I thought A Girl Called Justice was great. Taken was good. I'm going to actually have to say though The Retreat is the book of the week by Mark Edwards because it's very different. Um, it surprised me. I like the characters. I like the setting. And I really didn't know what was going to happen at the end. Um, so it, it was it, I, it wins Book of the Week because of the surprises and the plotting and the ending. Have a look. Have a read. Tell me what you think. I'd love to know. But that for me is my Book of the Week. But only by a whisper. Only by a whisper. Or should I say a whisker, actually, Philippa? I think is the correct frame. Clearly, I need to go back and read Deep Work again to get my brain focused. But yeah, forgive me. Clearly, uh, I need to go and drink a lot more coffee. So there we go. Those are my books for this week. Now, next week is going to be something a little bit different. Next week, we're going to talk about book covers because it does seem to be quite an important key to us selecting a book or not. Um, so we're going to be looking at those, seeing how they're put together and the process involved, which hopefully will be interesting, something a bit different. Um, but keep in touch. Please join the Facebook group if, if you'd like to. You can get hold of me in all the usual ways. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com. So keep reading and we'll talk again soon. Take care now. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.